So what I told you is true, from a certain point of view. Hello, Hello there. there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And this is a Star Wars podcast. What's up, bro? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing this week? I am doing well. Um, well, pretty well. <laughs> I feel like we've had a lot of uh, recording issues lately, and it's like bumming me out a little bit. But it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that we, I think we've got it fixed now. So I, I sure hope so, bro. I think we we've both learned from the mistakes that yep. have happened on both our ends. <laughs> And yep. I think that we're good now. And, you yeah. know, what better time? I mean, think about it. If we didn't get good at doing all the Skype stuff and make the mistakes we had, we probably wouldn't be able to record during all this coronavirus stuff. That's true. This is very good to, uh, it's very good that we are able to do this during this weird, weird time. <laughs> I, uh, I am doing, uh, I, for those of you who don't know, I teach music lessons for a living, and I have gone exclusively Skype lessons this week and probably going forward for a little bit. So that's it's a whole new territory. Uh, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm doing all sorts of stuff over Skype I've never done before. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thankful for technology, but also I feel betrayed by it at, uh, at the same time. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, all right. So, guys, this week we are or today we're going to talk about uh, Season 7, Episode 4 of The Clone Wars, and it is called Unfinished Business. Um, But before we get into the episode, what we've been trying to do lately is talk a little bit about our Star Wars adventures for the week. And um, Ben, what are your Star Wars adventures for the week? Have you done anything Star Wars related? That's a silly question. Well, I... uh, (laughs) Right... Uh, well, obviously we had the Clone Wars, but aside from that, uh, I I've been playing um, I've been playing the Old Republic MMO. I finished up the main story on my Sith Sorcerer, and I'm about to start doing either one of the other stories I had started, or one of the other characters, or I'm about to start doing some of the um, DLC stories that kind of came later, like uh, Rise of the Hut Cartel and shadow of revan and stuff like that so um i'm excited for all that stuff so that's kind of been my star wars journey this week nice what about you nice yeah i had a few things so obviously there's the clone wars but then um so the rise of skywalker came out early this week um yeah obviously when this episode comes out it will have been several weeks ago but um oh no 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 sorry (laughs) this is uh I'm like, no, this, this is, is the... No, this, this is a current episode. Sorry, I'll, I'll yeah. edit that out. Um, the Rise of Skywalker came out a few days early, uh, so I actually bought that on digital, and um, I didn't get far into it, but I started watching the... There's a two-hour documentary in the oh, bonus really? features. Yeah, and I'm like super... Gosh, I'm I'm such a sucker for bonus feature documentaries. Like, please give me all of them. <laughs> and so, <laughs> like, I've watched the I've watched the Lord of the Rings extended edition bonus mm-hmm. feature documentaries like twenty times. Like, I don't I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and for those of you who don't know, there's actually a really good there's actually a really good one at the for the, on Force Awakens as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe on the last Jedi, I just haven't watched that one. Um, but anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been awesome. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm only like 20 minutes into that, but, um, so that's been really cool. And then, um, aside from that, I today, and I was, I kind of hinted at this earlier, Ben, I started yeah. this new podcast today called Blockbuster. Oh yeah. And, You're um, telling me I need to start this. Yes. Uh, Anybody who is remotely into podcasts, listen to this podcast. It's called Blockbuster. Um, it's it seems relatively new because there's only there's one season and it's six episodes. They're all like a half hour ish, um, give or take a few minutes. And so basically, what this season goes into it's a documentary. Uh, it's a documentary podcast, 
and um, it's really well done, really well produced. It even has, you know, those those like uh, those documentaries on like the History Channel and stuff that have actors um, kind of like reenacting stuff and like like speaking and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They they do that, but in audio. And How interesting. The, yeah, and the way that they do it, it really works because it could be yeah. really lame. Like if they do it, if they did that in a bad way, um, right. the way that the way that they did it, I really felt like it worked well. But basically what the first season goes into is the relationship between George Lucas, Steven Spielberg and John Williams mm-hmm. in the very beginning of their careers and how um, how intertwined their careers are from the start and um, how much they all helped each other. And honestly, it goes into the making of Jaws and the mm-hmm. making of Star Wars, um, A New Hope, the uh, how just absolutely terrible the production for those movies was. Like, <laughs> it was, it, they were nightmares to film. And then it goes into um, John Williams' background too. His He didn't start really doing a whole lot of scoring until he, he lost his wife. His wife died. Um, early on. And then he kind of went to music to, to get comfort. And then pretty soon after that, Steven Spielberg came calling for Jaws and then the rest is history. Um, that's crazy. Y'all, I'm, I literally, I was listening to this podcast and basically it all leads up to the release of Star Wars in 1977. And I got chills. I got chills listening to a documentary podcast. So, um, everybody do yourself a favor, go check out the, uh, go check out the blockbuster podcast, six episodes, really not big, not a big deal. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I listened to them all today at work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I'll have to listen to that cause that sounds really interesting. And I like that style of, um, I like sort of that documentary kind of style, um, of storytelling. Yeah, it it's really really awesome, and I I absolutely loved it because I love all those are like three of my favorite Hollywood people ever. <laughs> so right, um, <laughs> right, it's like right up my alley. So um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the only other thing I'll say is um, I had an impulse buy this week. I bought a uh, a Ray Funko Pop. I bought my first Funko Pop. <laughs> Yay! I don't yeah, have I that one it, yet. I found it on Amazon for six bucks. Yeah. I was like, all right, all let's right, do this that's now. Fine. I got to get my first one. <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah, I haven't found the, the, I haven't found one of a character that I really, really like one of my favorite characters, uh, mm-hmm. that I really like. That's $10. Like, you know, most of them are $10, but the ones of like the ones that I've seen of the ones, like the characters I love, I don't, I just don't yeah. love the Funko pop itself. So I, Right. I haven't been able to pull the trigger. I just haven't brought myself to it. But I did get one for Ray this week, and I'm pumped about it. So Nice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that is those are our Star Wars adventures for the week. Um, always plenty of those <laughs> for us. Um, <laughs> always. Ben, what do you say we get into this episode? Let's do it. I am really excited because I loved this episode. Yeah, yeah. This was a fun one. Um, Shall we? Let's do this. Let's do this first. Let's get this right off the top. I want you to read the summary, and I'm going to do the background music for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. With the voice? Uh, Only with the voice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll try. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Reunited with the help of the Bad Batch, Captain Rex rescues his old friend, Arc Trooper Echo, from the Techno Union. Separatist loss, uh, the Separatist loss of Echo's strategic algorithm provides a chance for the Republic to turn the tides in the battle for Anaxes. However, Echo's horrifying experience behind enemy lines leaves lingering questions of his true loyalty and uncertain future. <laughs> it's not even close to Star Wars music. Yeah, it was for a second, and then it turned into like cantina music. <laughs> I was, I was like, maybe a cantina song. <laughs> yeah, 
You did much better wow. than me this time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I really tried. I almost slipped back into my normal voice, and I was like, uh, no, try, try to stay there. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, um, so let's see here. Where to begin? Ben, what did you think of this episode? I know you loved it, but give me a few thoughts. Yeah. Well, I was excited because I really enjoyed this. Um, I've really enjoyed this arc overall. I think that this arc has been a really great clone trooper arc. Um, and I think that it's been great for our characters like Rex. And it's been great for um, it's been great for to see Echo again. Like it's just like all these different things, you know, It's it's been really interesting and They've done a lot of different things. They've been creative with the action. They've been um, telling stories just kind of in slightly different ways than I'm used to. And I think it's been really cool to see just like Clone Wars in a different era. And with um, these characters that we've known for a long time kind of getting um, stories that are closer to the time of Episode 3. And so I've been... I think that the main reason I was excited for this week was I knew that we were getting the wrap-up to the Bad Batch storyline. And I knew that we were going to get some really great action. Because I knew that, you know, from the little preview they they showed us, I knew we were getting at least some more Obi-Wan and, and Mace Windu, which is the first, really the first that we've seen of them, other than Obi-Wan's little thing in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting to see Mace Windu and also getting a lot more Anakin. Yeah. And so I was excited to get more Jedi. Um, even though I love the clones, I was excited to get a little bit more Jedi and see these characters that we're going to see more in episode three, um, of the movie series, obviously. Right. And so, um, I think that the thing I loved so much about this week was just how I, I love what they did with Echo's character. I think that it was a really great story, not just for his character, but kind of like in a weird way, thematically too. Like it, it turned a little bit into sort of this, um, like, uh, sort of the old, uh, machine versus man thing in a way. Mm -hmm. And like, and man one, um, and like echo kind of overcame the machine within himself and like he he was actually he who he truly was and made the decisions that he would have made um but i was actually i was listening to a podcast actually um just earlier today about this where they brought up the fact that echo he got his name from this he got his name from like being a stickler for the rules and always repeating commands back to his uh to his teammates in domino squad yeah and in this episode we see him kind of learn how to have freedom and live differently and be part of the bad batch like that it's just i actually didn't see this coming like i was so i was so excited whenever i was watching this because i was like I didn't predict this. This was not predictable. Yes. Like, this is so good, and I should have seen it coming. Um, <laughs> so it's funny, because, like, the reason I was excited for the episode ended up not even being the main reason I loved the episode. I walked away from this episode just thinking about how much I loved what they did with Echo's character. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, I agree. I absolutely adored what they did with Echo's character. Um, I didn't even think about the fact that they, um, that Echo, you know, how he got his name and how he <laughs> acted against that in this episode. I, I love that. Uh, he, he's clearly not the same. He's not the same Echo yeah. he is. His personality is the same in, in a lot of ways, but, um, but he's a evolved. lot of, he's changed a little bit. You he know? has changed just because of everything he's been through. You don't go through stuff, all that stuff and not be different at the end of it. And <laughs> right. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I freaking loved his story in it. I loved how he became a member of the Bad Batch at the end. I thought that was so mm -hmm. touching. I really got, uh, I got, I got, I was very moved at the end <laughs> when, yeah. when, when Rex like gave him permission oh, to do that. It was too. such a good moment between friends and uh, yeah, it was so good. 
Um, I was I was a big fan of the action. I thought this I thought that this um, this episode really wrapped up this arc really neatly. Nice, nice little uh, bow tie. A nice bow on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I I I really appreciated it. I. <sighs> Part of me thinks that they probably could have done this arc with three episodes and not four. Um, mm. I probably you could have done last week. You could have done. You could have just not had last week's episode and had this one. Um, Interesting. That said, why would you do that? Last week was a blast. <laughs> so um, right. I only say that because I feel like each, like the first, second, and fourth episode all had some more depth to them. And I felt like episode three was just, it was just, a, it was a ton of fun. Um, yeah. But I found myself last week like, okay, I'm ready for the next, I'm ready for whatever's next in Clone Wars. Yeah. And, um, you know what I mean? Like part, part of me just could not, I could not really get past the fact that, I'm excited for this episode, but at the same time, like I'm ready to get past the Bad Batch arc. You know what I right. mean? Like I'm really I enjoying this, but at the same time, it, it is. I'm ready to get to the Ahsoka stuff. I'm ready to get to uh, <laughs> to the Mandalore and Maul and all that stuff. I know that there's some really serious stuff coming, and really, what I probably should have been thinking is I should have fun while I'm having fun. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. I should have fun while I can because I have a feeling we're about to get pretty sad. Um, right. <laughs> so, uh, man, that shot. It, I have the I have the episode playing silently in front of me, and I, <laughs> I just keep seeing these shots, and I get distracted. It's so beautiful. Um, that's something else about this episode. It was gorgeous, just like it the really was season so far. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, I guess my overall thoughts are this: this episode was excellent. Wrapped it up nicely as far as this this art goes. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm super happy to, uh, to be moving past the bad batch, but I will go back and rewatch this arc, like binge it. And mm -hmm. I'll, I mean, I'm going to have a freaking blast with it. It's yeah, it's so fun. So actually before we move too far past that point, what did, how do you feel about this arc as a whole? Like, I know you just said that kind of while you're watching it, you wanted to <clears throat> move on to the next one a little bit. But, like, mm. now that we've seen all four episodes, overall, like, impressions, I guess, of, um, like, do, like, do you love it? What do you like about it? Or um, do you think that maybe it was pointless? I don't think you think that. But, like, <laughs> no, no. what do you think overall think was, thoughts? I don't think it was pointless at all. I think it was, uh, you know, you and I both agree. Anytime they go, they have these clone-centric arcs at yeah, it's it's wonderful. I think the difference here is I got to binge those clone centric arcs before. Um, right. <laughs> um, you know, there there's the. Uh, oh, gosh, what is it? There's the Citadel arc. There's the Umbara arc. There's the mm -hmm. clone cadets arc. There's the uh, the Order 66 uh, arc with uh, or the chip with fives. And right. Top. Yeah. Um, those to me are all excellent arcs. So the with those, I got to just go through them all in an hour. Um, this was spread over a month, you know, and so right. Um, I can't believe it's already been a month, but um, <laughs> but th these were spread over a month. So I feel like probably if I was watching the uh, if I was watching some of the other clone arcs, I probably would have felt a similar way. Mm -hmm. uh, if I was watching them like I watched this one. Because, um, you know, cause I've talked about this before. I love the clones and stuff. But when I... I want to see some... I want to see some Jedi stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, and, um, yeah. Now, I will say, this episode really incorporated... The last two episodes have had a lot of Anakin. Um, and, then a, and then this one also had Obi-Wan and Mace Windu a lot. Mm -hmm. And so we got a good... We got a good mix for sure. Um, yeah in this arc. So I don't know where I would rank it. I want to, I want to binge it before I try to rank it with the other ones, but I would say, that's fair. I would say the bad batch arc stands up well with the others, but it would not be my favorite at this moment. It would not be my yeah. favorite clone centric arc. Um, yeah. 
there's some that have a lot more depth. Now, this may be the most fun arc That's, out of the entire yeah. series, actually. It really might be the most fun arc out of the entire series. Um, the Bad Batch as characters, it's just so much fun. They're so entertaining, oh, yeah. They're and so like entertaining. The, creative, the creativity that they that they um kind of had with the with the way that they fight and the strategy and all of that stuff like it's you can definitely see the growth in them just as storytellers and animators like i think that one of my favorite moments from this episode but also from the whole arc and i didn't even see it coming was uh crosshairs during this episode when he was running down those hallways and he threw those little like deflector discs like on the walls i'm like what's he doing are those charges what's he that's not his style what's he doing i was like no there's no way no like i thought it for a second i was like is he gonna no no he can't and then he shot his blaster at the reflector thing and it bounced around the hallway and destroyed all of the droids i was like that that is so good and so creative and oh i loved that part so much I loved fun. it too. I loved it too. And you're right. The the way that they have written the action sequences in this arc has been nothing short of just <laughs> spectacular and wonderful. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, what I've really liked the first couple of episodes, you know, we kept talking about how they should put the Avengers theme above, over these uh, over these certain <laughs> parts because it just like goes in this circle where you see all of them. It goes from, you know, it follows each one in a one-er, <laughs> in a one-shot. Yeah. But I feel like the last couple episodes, it really gave each character, it gave each one of the characters in the Bad Batch a moment by themselves a little bit more um, instead of that. And uh, I love both for different reasons, but I like that they didn't do that every episode in the in the arc. Um, I thought that I thought they were going to and I I wouldn't have been mad if they did because I geeked out every time. But um, but I really enjoyed seeing like, you know, in this one you have, you have record b- being a bowling ball in the hall, <laughs> just <laughs> bowling over the battle droids. Um, so good. Then you have Crosshair doing his thing. Like you said, I think, I guess if I actually, and I did not see this coming, this is probably the one thing that I'll say that's not a positive about it. I feel like Hunter gets is a uh, Hunter. He didn't really get his due in these awesome moments. I would actually, I would agree. He had some really cool moments in the first episode. Yeah, um, really cool. You see him as a leader too, and and yeah, yeah. And then like in episodes two, three, and four, you just don't see that really again. Like you get all these really cool. You see it a little bit in episode two. Like you get these cool moments with like him. Like, using his knife and, like, fighting them off with his knife and stuff. But you don't see him using, like, his specialty um, very much other than the first episode at all, actually. Other than the first episode. Um, And, yeah, I think that that was a little disappointing. I would definitely agree that it's, like, he seemed, like, probably the coolest one (laughs) out of the gate. And he ended up being the least developed one. Yeah. Which is kind of sad, but yeah, it is sad. I I was I'm a little bummed about that. Um, e- even um, Tech had stuff to do every episode. He had a mission that he was doing. Yeah, I feel like in this one, Hunter was just walking around with everybody. Like he, <laughs> yeah, I literally have no memory of Hunter other than like him kind of offering at the end, offering um, Echo a spot in the back, which batch. was awesome. Uh, and Hunter in this one was also kind of skeptical of Echo, um, which that's true. Yeah, yeah. which was good. Uh, that was good. All that. But um, yeah, I agree. I agree. What do you think of this arc as a whole? Um, I think it was I think it was really great for Rex's character, actually. Um, like when I look back on this arc, I think about the effect it had on him and Echo, obviously. But like. You know, from the beginning, this arc was, yeah, it was about the Bad Batch. But it felt more like it was about Rex and the Bad Batch were kind of like the vehicle to help him kind of get past this um, this kind of guilt that he, like the survivor's guilt that he had. Um, like, you know, in episode one, he was looking at that picture of him and um, like Domino Squad and all of the, the team and all that stuff. And he was like, <laughs> you know, 
just talking about how he's lost so many friends in this mm-hmm. war and um, he feels kind of guilty, you know, <laughs> and that was like really hard to see him like that. And then by the end, you see him actually like releasing Echo to the Bad Batch. And I think it was just, it was a, it was a great arc for his character because yeah, you get that element of it, but you also see how being under Anakin's command and stuff, he adopted like all, he adopted all of the best parts of Anakin. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that that's a really cool thing to see as Anakin is slipping into the worst parts of himself. <laughs> it's yeah. like as Anakin is slipping, uh, Rex is kind of taking on all of those good traits that Anakin's letting go of. Mm-hmm. Um, and which actually, let's segue right Segway. into that. Yep. <laughs> So, (laughs) when Anakin walked into the room that Trench was in, he knew what he was going to do. Like, you saw it on his face. Like, you knew Trench isn't going to make it out of this alive. (laughs) No way. Like, and he had a real darkness about him. I agree. Yeah. And it was done really well, too, because... It wasn't even necessarily done in a way that they <clears throat> called a ton of attention to it, but they did it just enough where you got, oh, he is going to kill him and then not even feel remorse. Like, tell a joke afterward, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that was, that was very, um, that was very Darth Vader. It was a very Darth Vader moment for Anakin. And, yeah. you know, just, like, stabbing him right in the heart and everything, Ooh. like... I'm go literally... Yeah. Dude, I'm watching the episode as you're talking, and that part just Oh, that came part up. came up? It literally just <laughs> came up. And when the door, when the blast door opens, his face, he's so angry. Like... That's what he, I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's very dark. It really is. And you know what it reminds me of? It's a precursor to that scene in episode three where he uh, where he comes to Mustafar and he kills the Trade Federation. Oh, yeah. People. That, the, yep. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of that a little bit. His temperament yeah. there. Yeah. Um, how did that... <laughs> how did he, like... Do you think that he had to talk to people about that later? Like, like we're like, by the way, whatever happened to Trench or anything like that? Like... Like, how did you deal with him? Or do you think that they were just like, oh, he was caught in the blast? Well, if I remember correctly, let me, I'm actually looking for it right now. Um, If I remember correctly, didn't Trench, didn't Trench like fire at Anakin or something? That's right. So it was still in self-defense. Anakin like cut off Trench's legs. Or, yeah, you know his his spider Arms legs, or whatever. Yeah. Then Trench, I'm watching it now. He shocks Anakin. He like with the uh, mm-hmm. he shocks oh, him yeah. somehow, and Anakin stabs him. Then so it was self defense, but it was almost like the way that he did it. It was like I was just looking for a reason to kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely the vibe I get. So yeah, he, yeah, dude. Um, there's a darkness to him, man. Yeah, this was this was definitely. Um, this part was really interesting for me because I one of the, one of the reasons I was so excited for this season of Clone Wars was because I wanted to see uh, I wanted to see his descent. <laughs> I want to see Anakin descend into madness, and um, and man, we definitely saw a very big part of that in this episode, and I yeah. I think it was really well done, um, and it led to a really funny moment with wrecker where he hands him the uh the detonation button he's like it's the best day of my life and like wipes away a tear (laughs) oh it's so good yeah that was so good i love okay let's just let's do you have any other anakin thoughts because i think we covered it no i think we covered it yeah so since you started talking about him let's just talk about our friend wrecker (laughs) what a great episode for wrecker (laughs) Which which one was it that that he was a little over the top? Was that second? It was the second episode. Yeah. So, you know, with the exception of the second episode, Wrecker, and even with the second episode, it 
it wasn't a big deal. I just thought he was a little over the top. Wrecker stole the show in this arc for me. Like oh, yeah. he, um, he, he just any time that his character <laughs> has something to do, it is so fun. It's so entertaining. Yeah. It is exactly what I want him to do. Um, it, and it's so cheesy. <laughs> it's so cheesy, but like in all of the 100% best ways. And yeah. I'm at, I'm at the part now <laughs> where he's about to bowl over all of the battle droids. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> in the hall. And it's dude, it's just so good. Um, yeah, I, I think that he has it, echo. I'm sorry, not echo wrecker. Yeah. In this, in this arc has quickly become one of my favorite clones. Hands down. Dude, same. Like I like I knew that I was I knew he was going to grow on me, but I honestly didn't expect to fall in love with him as much as I did it by the end of this me neither, this man. whole arc. Like he he is so funny and I'm actually really sad that we're probably not going to get him next week. Yeah. Um but I was just looking, by the way. We know nothing about next week other than the fact that it's the intro to Ahsoka's story this season. I cannot freaking wait. And gosh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm so excited <laughs> about that. That's that, And I think, dude, I knew that. I knew that Ahsoka was coming soon. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I'm like, okay, let's get, let's yeah. get, this, let's get this arc done. Let's, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm super pumped to to go forward into this season. Um, dude, what a, what a way to start the season. Seriously. With, I, and I know, you know, we keep talking about this. I think this season is going to get very serious at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it may not happen next week. It may not happen until the very last few episodes. I, I don't know. But I do know that it's going to get serious at some point and and probably yeah. very sad. And um, I think that it was a very good decision by them to just give us a, a balls to the walls, all out, <laughs> just absolute blast of a of a arc of before arc. before yeah. we get into all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Oh, <laughs> I love the <laughs> dynamic between Wrecker and mm-hmm. and Crosshair in this episode. It reminded me of Gimli, oh, and, Gimli Legolas. and Legolas. It yes. reminded me of Gimli and Legolas when it was like, I've killed two already. I'm up to <laughs> 17 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I uh, Yeah, whenever... Uh, whatever crosshairs does the little reflection thing. And then Wrecker's mm-hmm. just like staring at it. He's, like he's like, he's like genuinely <laughs> sad. Like you want up to me. <laughs> and Hunter's just like, don't worry, you'll beat him next time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, he won't. And, <laughs> and then after, right after that part, um, Anakin's like, I have a present for you, Wrecker. <laughs> and he hands him the detonator and he's like, yeah, <laughs> He's the just best like, day of my life. <laughs> wait, are you serious? I get to blow I... the whole thing up. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. <laughs> oh, I yes. love it so much. Man. It's so good. It's so good. So, okay. So we've covered, we've pretty much covered the bad batch as a group. Um, you know who we need to talk about in this episode? We got to talk about some Jedi. Yeah, we do. So, you know, we talked about Anakin and his, uh, you know, slow descent that we're starting to kind of see here. Um, In this episode, though, we actually got some more Obi-Wan and a lot of Mace Windu. Yeah, we um, did. Which was pretty cool. I want to ask you a question about um, really the voice of Mace Windu. First of all, do you know who it is? I don't know who it is. Uh, Let me look it up real quick, actually. (laughs) It's D. Bradley Baker. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Mace Windu... Oh, I love typing on this keyboard. You can ask me to look up other things. Um, <laughs> Research. <laughs> Mace Windu, Terrence C. Carson. Terrence um, C. Carson. Okay. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, what were you going to say first? I was going to say I feel like he's a little robotic. Yeah? I do not feel like he is a great... He's good. He's fine. But I don't feel like he's a great fit for Mace Windu. Um, okay. And, you know, it honestly, it never bothered me. Is he the guy who's always done Mace Windu? So, um, Samuel L. Jackson voiced him in the theatrical release of the like the clone wars movie um, but after that it was this guy i think so i'm not sure if samuel L. jackson ever came back for other times but he loved playing mace windu so i mean like he could have totally come back for some other episodes maybe I'm not sure, but i just um, noticed in yeah. this episode mainly when he drops down into that that room with all of the droids and then he like he gives this speech that's like uh, I have killed. To tell them, I've killed a yeah. hundred thousand of you, or whatever. And then he like yeah. gives them a chance to, to basically switch teams or whatever, so he doesn't have to destroy all of them. Yeah, the way he talks is just really robotic to me. It it felt hmm. it felt really weird, and it's the first time that I can remember in this show. Maybe there have been others, but it's the first time in a while, at least, that I've noticed like that voice is weird. <laughs> that that voice yeah. acting performance was kind of odd right there and and it wasn't bad it was just kind of like eh, it was fine whatever you know yeah so I, that's probably I one that. of that's one of the few criticisms that i have about this episode i i felt like yeah i just felt like he was a little bit robotic I, that's the best word i can use to describe it mm-hmm so the only time that samuel l jackson sorry i had to look it up because i was like yeah yeah uh, i'm glad you did um, the only time it wasn't, um, Terrence Carson in the show was in the theatrical film. Okay. And in, um, the Lego Star Wars game that okay. is based off the Clone Wars. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So what did you think of him? Terrence Carson. Um, I've never had a problem with him. I, 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 would, I could see what you mean. I think that I noticed it actually less in this episode. There have been other <laughs> episodes. I th- well, there was an episode that he... There was an arc, actually, where he was with Jar Jar for the entire thing. And yeah. him... Dude, that in arc contrast, is freaking weird. <laughs> and, and him in contrast with Jar Jar um, was when I actually noticed that a little bit more. Um, yeah. But uh, it didn't... It didn't bother me this arc, um, but I, I think that you're, you're coming from a place that's it's not a weird thought. I've, I've kind of thought it a little bit before, but um, but yeah, it's never really pulled me out, I guess. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but I, I can see that for sure. I do love that part, though, where like, they drop down, they look all cool, and then yeah. like he, he, do, he gives this like speech because he's just like, it's almost like he's just fed up with the war and he's just like, I'll try something new. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I, oh man, the whole uh, last part where he's like switching all the switches. For yeah, that was the, great. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I think that their use of Jedi in this episode was pretty cool. And Obi-Wan was so funny. I, I think that Obi-Wan's, like, blind trust of Anakin at this point is pretty silly. Um, <laughs> silly in a bad way? Um, no, I just think it's funny. Like, I think it's funny because I'm so aware of the fact that Anakin um, is, like, going through some dark stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and like killing people. And um, Obi-Wan doesn't seem to be aware of it. Yeah, it's like Obi-Wan seems so aware of like all the other things in his life where it's like, yeah, I know you're, you know, you're attracted to Padme, but it's almost like he doesn't get on to him too much for it because he's like, well, I had my thing with just with um Satine, so I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's I almost understanding. called her Justine again. Yeah, he's understanding. <laughs> um <laughs> Justine. <laughs> um He's understanding, and but I think that he is kind of blind to the fact that Anakin is going down this path. And like, whenever you know he's talking to Mace, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we've," 
if I know Anakin, we've got the, he's got the hard part or whatever. If I know Anakin, we've got the easy part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. I actually then, really loved that. I was like, yeah, that's great. yeah. I thought it was great too. And then yeah. like the next time we see Anakin, he's like, I'm gonna murder people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really so, liked the plan. I really liked that. Like the uh, I did too. There, they had this like. I mean, it was a pretty improvised plan, and it was actually really awesome, and it was really Echo's brainchild, and mm-hmm. it, it was really cool. Um, yeah. I liked how they executed it, and uh, I loved seeing old uh, old spider legs. Old spider legs. Old yeah, spider that's legs. actually <laughs> that's something we hadn't really talked about yet. Um, the return of Trench. Yeah. Um, yep. I think that this was a really fun choice. Um, bringing, bringing back old Spidey face. Um, cause I yeah, thought he, that, tr- I thought sorry, that Trench was always, very fine. Uh, I thought that Trench was always a really interesting villain, even though we only had him for like one or two episodes before. Yeah. Um, I thought he was really interesting cause he was smart. He was like a really smart tactician. He is I smart. That, I really that appreciate was, that. And I always enjoyed watching his plans go up against Anakin's plan, you know? Yeah. Um, and getting to get another one of those was just really cool. And yeah. I thought that that was a really fun. And his design, his character design. Oh, dude. was so cool. Like, all rebuilt with the cybernetics and stuff. It's sick, yeah. man. I, I really, um, and I don't know if before, I don't know if they had as much detail on him before. I never, I never noticed but there's a few shots in particular in this episode where just like the uh, the designs on his like on the armor that's all over his legs and stuff. Um, yeah. Just there there was a lot of detail in in his character design and I really, really appreciated it. I thought he's he looked really, really cool. Um, yeah, and you're right. He is. He's a he's a tactician. He's very smart. Um, you know, he, he definitely got the uh he definitely just fell right into the jedi's trap in this episode right um, or right in really i guess right into echo's trap um in this yeah. episode and so you know he he didn't look like the smartest individual but he is a formidable foe which is nice as opposed to like some of the some of the goofy villains that we get in this show um yeah. from time to time um I would. I kind of wish we had more of him and a little less of uh, Grievous. To be honest, I, I like him a lot. Just yeah. Just from a character stare standpoint, a design standpoint too. Um, yeah. I'm not hating on Grievous. I like Grievous, but I I really oh. really. <laughs> oh no! What? You hate on him. Go ahead. I hear you. You hate you hate Grievous. I do not hate Grievous. I do not <laughs> hate Grievous. He is kind of an odd design, and I like the yeah. design actually. But I've never been a big Grievous fan. I just it's just not my the I, the breathing and the. I was gonna say you don't like you don't like asthmatic robots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Anyway, I I really like Trench. Uh, you know, it'd be really interesting to see him in some sort of live action movie. <laughs> oh man, that would be terrifying. It'd be, it'd be really weird. I don't, actually, I don't know if I'd enjoy it because I really hate spiders. Oh gosh, but, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Trench was cool. Um, let's see. Mace Windu, we covered Mace Windu. We covered Anakin, Obi-Wan. I hope we get more Obi-Wan going forward. Yeah, I do too. I think... Ah, I mean, you know how much I love Obi-Wan. Yeah. I want to see more Obi-Wan. <laughs> there was one point in this episode where I was like, ah, you know what? I'm glad we're getting this much uh, Mace Windu, but I feel like Obi-Wan could have just done all of this. It would have been awesome. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I get that. But yeah. that's just me being an Obi-Wan fan and wanting more of him on the screen. <laughs> it, it was really cool seeing Mace do everything we got to see him do in this episode. Yeah, you know... It's cool to see all these Jedi and stuff, but can we just replace them all with Obi-Wan? <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I want. Um, okay, oh, so is there anything else that we're that we're kind of leaving out in this episode? Oh, I mean, besides just the fact that it was gorgeous? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a beautiful episode. I think that... Um, I think that the something we didn't talk about too much was I think that it was really interesting. Um, I thought it was an interesting thought getting to watch them like 
try to figure out if Echo was actually good or not, you know? Yes, I thought that yes. They did that really well. They could have done that in a really annoying way. Um, and I thought it was done... I thought it was done really well because it actually had me second-guessing myself, too, where I was like, oh, crap, is he bad? Like, and then, yeah, like, you, at one you point, I was like... You were, yeah. And then I was like, no, no, he's, he's Echo. He's Echo. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, he might be bad. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> it had me going back and forth. And to that point, um, I really like that you brought that up. I can't believe we forgot to talk about it. Um, I really... What I loved about that that part is that um you know at the beginning okay so echo comes into the room when they're trying to figure out their plan with mace windu Mm -hmm. and anakin all them and anakin i mean i'm sorry echo comes in and he's like i i don't remember the exact line but i want to help basically i got a plan i got a plan (laughs) and uh, (laughs) the way that you'll beat them is with my help and um and rex is very hesitant because he doesn't feel like he's ready he doesn't feel like he's ready. And um, Mace Windu's like, if you got a plan, I want to hear it. Like, um, yeah. Mace is really cool about it. Rex is hesitant. Mm-hmm. The very next scene that we see, um, uh, we see the Bad Batch kind of being uh, a little skeptical about, mm, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know if Echo's really on our side anymore. He's not the same. Um, yeah. Can we can we trust him? And, uh, and Rex without hesitation is well i know go do your job like yeah he 100 percent without hesitation supported uh supported echo and just mm-hmm. was completely he had faith in him even though in the previous scene you know he had his concern that he wasn't ready um yeah and so I I loved that. That's just another. That's that's Rex. That is so Rex that it's ridiculous, <laughs> you know. Um, and I think and I do think that this arc as a whole, we've gotten to see a bunch. You know, we've gotten the Bad Batch. We've had. I mean, they've all had their awesome moments, and I think that Rex has had character development in this arc, but it's very subtle. Um, in a way, you know, it, not, most of the episodes did not really center around Rex for the most part. Um, yeah. I think the, the first one, the bad batch episode, I think mm-hmm. was probably the one that centered around him the most. And, yeah. and it was really cool. Um, but I think overall his character development in this arc has been pretty subtle. Um, yeah. but I feel like each episode we have one moment of greatness from Rex and it's just like. Ah, my friend Rex, I love you so much. <laughs> just, just like such, just such Rex moments. And the more, the more of those we get, the better off we are. Yeah, honestly, like I think that Rex is just one of the most interesting characters in the whole show, and mm-hmm. getting to see, getting to see him kind of have to deal with his, his like, I guess, I mean war trauma you know kind of seeing him really wrestle with that in these episodes has been a really interesting thing but also seeing his loyalty to his teammates and his loyalty to echo and how much he trusts them like seeing how it is such a positive thing about him and it's not it's actually not really a weakness you know like i think Mm -hmm. that was kind of the argument in the first episode was like anakin was really worried he was getting that he was like getting too emotional and all that stuff, which hilarious. Um, <laughs> right. But like, by the end, you see, no Rex wasn't just being. He was being, yes, maybe driven by his emotions a little bit, but it's like he knew too. Like he mm-hmm. knows Echo, and he, he like Rex is so smart, and I mean, yeah, he took a risk with it, but at the end of the day, he knew Echo, and he knew that he could trust him. And I thought that I I loved that too. I think that uh, this was just a really great story for Rex in general. I agree. Um, I want to play a clip of the very end. Oh yeah, Captain Rex, Corporal Echo, and Clone Force Ninety Nine. You have all done a great service for the Republic. Thanks to your courage and effort, Republic shipyards will soon be up and running again. You've got some medals coming your way. Thank you, General. coming 
Not really our thing. Accolades. Yeah, we're just in it for the thrill. Yo! You sure it's your thing? <laughs> what do you mean? Your path is different. <laughs> like ours. If you ever feel like you don't fit in with them, well, find us. Also, Those music during this whole part. Troopers I I'd know, man. Never fought alongside. Echo. You and I go way back. If that's where you feel your place is, then that's where you belong. This is all visual cues. Music, dude. Okay, I couldn't stop it because the music was too good. <laughs> I just I had to keep Kiner. it going, man. Holy Gosh, Kevin Kiner. And I'll tell you what, I wanted to talk about the music in this episode because I feel like the first few episodes of this show, of this season, he hasn't stood out. Um, it sounds mm -hmm. like Clone Wars music, and it's good, um, but he, there haven't been moments that really stood out like that one. Right. And boy, whenever you get to the serious, heartfelt, or epic moments of this show, he just brings it, man. Um, yeah. That, that music right there, I mean, I'm so glad I played that clip because I actually forgot how good the music was in that part. I know. I really I actually didn't. I forgot, too, and I'm happy you did because, like, it really is gorgeous music. And yeah. it's just, like, the way it kind of swoops through. And, I mean, even before it gets really big like that, like, there's just some really beautiful, mm -hmm. like, little piano things kind of happening in the background whenever Echo's kind of debating you know what he wants to do and ah what a yeah, beautiful dude. moment man so I well agree, done man i agree all right any stray thoughts i don't think so man i'm i'm excited for next week i'm Me so too. excited for next week and yeah. i think that i haven't felt i mean like i've loved this whole arc like you said but i haven't felt like this this like anticipation for like like i need the next episode now um, I well, haven't dude, felt what? that since the first episode. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that it's mostly just because like, I want to see Ahsoka. <laughs> I think dude, honestly, I think that's, you know, I, a lot of people didn't like Ahsoka at the beginning of the show, obviously, yeah. but I believe that she has grown into a fan favorite. And I think a mm -hmm. lot of people are just ready to see Ahsoka back. Like, yeah. Ugh. Whenever she any scene that she comes into Rebels, it like it's she Dude. steals the she steals it like. And by the way, I am a huge fan of of like older Ahsoka. Not like yeah, old, she's not an old lady or anything, but like in Rebels, she's older. She's an adult, and yeah. she is awesome. I freaking love older Ahsoka. Um, so I guess we get we get somewhere in between here, but. Um, mm -hmm. Bro, I'm so I'm so ready, and it's next week. You said it's for sure. I think so. I mean, um, whenever I'm looking on Wikipedia, which is the official resource, um, <laughs> the next <laughs> the next episode is called "Gone with a Trace," and there's like no details on it other than just like the description, the like one sentence description, which is what we know just from the stuff that Dave Filoni said. Like at mm -hmm. whenever they yeah. he said there was a new season was that Ahsoka befriends a pilot but must hide her Jedi past while trying to stop a dangerous droid. Mm. Yeah, we're ready. We're ready. Yeah, this is Ugh. probably the most anticipation I've had for the show, and I think it it's up there now with what I was excited about. Like I was excited for the Mandalorian. Yeah, before it came out. Um, just because, yeah, I mean, we're about to see, we're about to see it at least start to head toward what I assume is going to be a pretty, uh, <laughs> epic conclusion to the show. Um, oh, yeah. I'm really excited. So, all right. Well, with all that down, 
Do you have a rating prepared? <laughs> um, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your rating of this episode? I'm going to give this one a solid 9.5 out of 10. Um, out of 10 uh, spider legs chopped off. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was so good. I love this episode. Hard hard to find things to complain about, honestly. I agree. It, I mean, I had to really scrape the barrel to complain about something, and it was a a voice acting job that was not really bad. <laughs> it was just it was kind like, of like slightly um, stiff. <laughs> well, I think what it was, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> And, yeah. and dude, what it is, is Mace Windu is not in the show enough for me to get used to that voice. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He's, I he's in the show some, but he's not in it very much. Yeah. Um, so I get used to Anakin's voice because Matt, La- Matt Lanter is not Hayden Christensen, but Matt Lanter is now Anakin in my mind. Like, it, yeah, it, I got used to him. And so, yeah, I, I think that, um, I think that that was the biggest weird thing, but, um, Anyway, I am going to give this nine out of ten of the most beautiful days of my life. (laughs) That's great. In honor of Wrecker blowing up everything. (laughs) Um, Like I said, it it really was hard to find things to to critique about this episode. I give Mm -hmm. it a nine because there was a couple of little things. Um, and it just wasn't when I think of a 10 in the clone wars, you know what I think of, I think right. of the lawless, I yeah. think of certain episodes like that. I think of, um, I guess it was the wrong Jedi, whatever yeah. one, the, the, the season five finale, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it's called with the Soka leaving. I think of those, those are, those are perfect 10 out of 10 episodes. Yeah. And I can't put this one up there, but it is a nine. And I can confidently say that it was very, very good. It closed out the the, the uh, Bad Batch arc very well. Um, it was great. I really enjoyed it a whole lot. And yeah. I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss the Bad Batch quite a bit. Me too. Me too, man. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What? Yeah. Okay. So I guess that wraps it up. Ben, would you, uh, would you tell everyone where they can find us on social media? Yes. Uh, so you can find us on Instagram at point of view pod. Um, and if you have any, um, questions or any theories or anything, you can also message us on there. We love interacting with you. Um, and you can follow us, you can uh, join our Facebook page or Facebook group rather. It's a certain point of view discussion group. Uh, there's a lot of great discussions happening in there as well. So even if you're not on Facebook a lot, I'm not, but I like hopping in there sometime. It's, it's just seeing what's going on. <laughs> um, and you can also follow us on Twitter at podcast underscore POV. And if you would like to, you can follow me on Twitch at Cap'n Benji. Um, I'll probably be streaming some uh, Star Wars The Old Republic this week just because I'm in that mood. Um, I've also started playing some Stardew Valley, which is really fun. So uh, if you'd like to watch me on there, come hang out. And that's at that's twitch.tv slash Benji. Awesome, awesome. And guys, please um, subscribe and like and review our... Um, I'm sorry, not, not like. You can't like podcasts. Um <laughs> <laughs> smash that like button uh, uh, make sure you hit that bell uh, <laughs> no um, guys please make sure you um, subscribe and review and rate our podcast um, it really does help us get seen um, we actually have been appearing on some charts lately we got up to number 15 in the USA in the uh, film review category yeah. on um, on Chartable this week, which is really cool. It's, um, you know, it doesn't go by. It's not like we had thousands of listeners this week, but it does. It does take other things into account, and one of those things is, um, is subscriptions and and uh, reviews and ratings and all that stuff. So if you guys could keep doing that, that would be great. It really really boosts our our visibility and. Um, and we want, you know, we would love to keep doing this for, for a few people, but we would also love 
for our podcast to grow and yeah and the community um, to grow and have more conversations with more people and be able to you know maybe at some point get to have some really interesting uh interviews with some other people as well you know like i just i would love to see the podcast grow in that way exactly exactly and we enjoy this so much we would love to do it as long as possible and um and uh, so yeah anyways ben do you have anything else i'm good all right well thank you guys for listening and until next week may the force be with you always <laughs>